Blog Talk Radio. are listening to the LC and Jack radio show live from New York and now here are your hosts LC and Jack the LC and Jack radio show with your man LC holding it down. Give us a shout here in the studio. You can reach us directly at area code 347-843-4738. The LC and Jack radio show. It is great to be on with my man, my partner in crime, the cornbread man himself. What up there, Brett? What's the deal, LC? What's happening? What's the good word, man? Well, the Lakers are 0-2, and there's 64 games left in the NBA season. So I heard. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting no Lakers fans. I'm getting no Lakers. I got my dibs in. Yeah, you, you're getting in, man. You're getting them in, I'm huh? getting it in. 64 <laughs> games left, man. They're 0-2. Got to make yeah, a play. Yeah, the Lakers. The, the, the Lakers. Uh, I don't know. What, what can we say about the Lakers? Uh, you know, the only thing I can say, it's the season's early. And I'm not a Lakers fan at all, but... You know, these guys are have, you know, won so many times over the years. So it's definitely uh a long season even though it's abbreviated. Yeah. And, um so we'll see what happens. Yes, sir. Yeah, but um I, yeah, I, you know, if you could see my face right now, Brad, yeah, I'm grinning from ear to ear. What happened? Uh, yeah, I won my Super Bowl in my fantasy football league. Well, see, you. it's got some cash that's on the way, oh, baby. Man. All right, let's party this weekend, New Year's Eve weekend. That's right, let's baby. <laughs> We're gonna make it happen. What a baby was a tight, was a tight game last night. It came down to uh, the game last night, which is New Orleans and Atlanta, and um, he had three guys going. I only had one. So it came down to uh, Mr. Sproles getting that TD, and that was a hallmark TD because uh, Drew Brees is now the all-time leading passer. He has all-time leading yards, beat John yep. Elway. So congrats to him and all our people from about uh, about country that uh, do tune into the show on a regular basis. But before we get into that, uh, uh, there, Brad, just like to. Uh, let all our listeners know our show tonight is being brought to you by State Farm Insurance. For all your home, ins- you know, for really for all your insurance. Yeah, wait, where you at there, Brad? Man, you breathing hard man, on the mic, man? Man, it's just, it's just Nor'easter's trying to get me. <laughs> Nor'easter's trying to get me. Breathing hard on the mic. But for all your me. insurance needs, whether it be home, auto, life, rental, Whatever you need as far as insurance coverage, give them a shout. Go to statefarm.com. Give them a shout. State Farm Insurance. 
Well, Brett, I uh, just had to throw that into the mix here before we get rolling. Um, but uh, no, you wanted to hate on the Lakers. Yes, and, sir. you know, I had to roll it into Drew Brees last night. So, you know, I know our guests, you know, that will be on soon is a big fantasy football person. So we won't get too much into it. But I just wanted to let our audience know that LC is very excited about tonight's show. Not just because I'll guess. I mean, I'm excited, of course, because I'll guess. But, uh, you know, just a great season. I never thought I would win with this team. I really mm-hmm. didn't, but hey, you just never know. You never know until you go out there and play the games. So, but um, yeah, Brad, man. But um, how was your weekend, man? It was and your good, holiday, man. I should say. How was your uh, your Christmas holiday? Good. It was very good. Got up with all my siblings and my nephews and my sisters, my brother, and we we, uh, we brought it back to. Uh, a traditional meeting, you know. That's it. Something that it was thought of years ago, and we brought it back together. Everybody was in one house, eating from one turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, all the trimmings, and it was good. We took the, the picture, the capture for many moons, and it's on Facebook. You can check it out. Go to mm-hmm. Cornbread's Facebook page. My sister tagged in on there, and we're looking pretty good. I tell you, it was, good. yeah, I tell you, it was it was a nice, it was a great holiday. There's nothing like Christmas or whatever you celebrate. Just a great time to be amongst friends and family. This whole stretch going into New Year's, don't take it for granted. You just never know for our family and friends that we're around. You don't know what next year or more or less tomorrow holds. So and make sure when you do see them that uh, you give them a hug, that kiss, do something. To let them know, you know, how much, uh, how much you care about them because uh, life is short. So enjoy the time while you have it. But I uh, also like to say, Brad, uh, you know, um, happy Kwanzaa to all our listeners that are you know, follow Kwanzaa. Officially started, I believe, yesterday. So, big up to all those people that celebrate Kwanzaa. And we'd like to throw out our, again, our direct number, area code 347-843-4738. we got a couple seconds before we do get our guest on. So, if you want to give us a call, we'll take a couple quick calls. If we do get some. Uh, but I tell you, Brad, it was uh, was great. I had a great time with the fam. It was nice and quiet. Not a, you know, it was a little crazy doing the shopping. I really don't like doing the shopping bit. But um, you yeah, you know, got some T-bows out there. Got some T-bows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the malls are crazy. And I don't do crowds pretty well, so. But um, but yeah, like I said, it was just a really great weekend. It's all week here, so I hope uh, all to all our listeners, they had the same. Just a, a really great time with their you know friends and family, and I'm gonna continue that till next week to this you know to this weekend. Going into New Year, so whatever you do, be safe. 
and uh, have a joyous New Year's, wherever it is, whether staying home or whether you're going to go out. Just be safe from whatever you do. Well, Brad, I tell you, man, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I guess I can get a little bit of, you know, get in a little bit what's what's going on. Um, I don't know if you heard about uh, CeeLo, my man. I love CeeLo. CeeLo doing his thing. Oh, yeah. And um, he was, uh, as a matter of fact, I believe they were down in Orlando. And they um, had the parade going on. He performed, did some Christmas songs. I tell you, I love CeeLo doing his thing. He started out with the Goody Mob, as everybody knows. Now he's still with the Goody Mob, but he's doing a dolo presently. And he's singing. I never thought my man could, could sing. But he's doing it. He can sing. He can, you know, he's making it happen. So I'm not mad at him. This year, Brett, he's not complaining either because uh, he's pulled down about $20 million this year. Oh. $20 million. So big up to CeeLo. we got to track you down, man, to get, get you on the show. Definitely have a lot to talk to you about. And just how you just kind of reinvented yourself. And put yourself on the scene. I, I tell you, he, doing the singing thing threw, threw me for a loop. Didn't even realize that, hey, he could do it. So, big up to CeeLo again. We're doing his thing. And um, we're going to also like to um, give a big up uh, to uh, Jennifer Hudson. She's doing her thing. She's on all these commercials. I tell you, she's transformed herself. She's, what is she? She's not even half the size she was, right, Brad? Yeah, man. I can pick her up now. Yeah. That's a little, yeah. a little hectic, a little crazy. So, you know, big up to her. She's doing her thing. We actually have a call there, Brad. So, let me jump on the line here and take a phone call. You're on the LC and Jack radio show. Who do we got on the line? Hello? You're on the LC and Jack radio show. It's live radio, baby. Uh-oh, we got them shy guys, shy girls out there again? <laughs> I guess they're too shy to answer the phone, okay? <laughs> they shocked they can get through. They said, oh, my goodness. Hey, this they, they won the line, okay? They decided, I guess, hey, we want to just tune in and, and, not, and not talk to the host. So it's all good. We know we have plenty of listeners around the world that tune in every week. So, again, give us a shout here. You can reach us at area code 347-843-4738. LC and Jack Radio Show. My man, Brett, partner in crime. And I tell you, Brett, before we're going to get into our guests this evening, I know. Did, wait, how many shout-outs do you have this week, man? I know you probably got a ton of them, man. Well, I got a couple. You know what I'm saying? You know me. He's <laughs> got a couple. 2011, you know, you got to go out and do your thing. <laughs> I even got a doctor in the mix from second grade. Oh, man. Uh, my, my man, Dr. Kappa. <laughs> give him a shout out. You know, it's funny to see people 40 years later, you never know what they amount to. And one of my childhood uh, friends, classmates, is a doctor now. And I've chatted with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to give him a shout out. Little did I know back in 72 that I knew that I know he'll grow up to be a doctor. <laughs> what doctor is that? Really? Yeah. Hey, big up. Big up to, yeah, yo. 
Right. <laughs> Y'all, I may need to give him a call. Hopefully not, but yeah. you know who to call if we need somebody to work on the foot, okay? <laughs> yeah, he's got a bunion, hangnail, corns, you know. Oh, man. Feet. You're getting a little graphic on me, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you need something taken off or put back on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dr. Kappa will take care of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the doc. Oh, boy. But uh, before we uh, go into our guest this evening uh, there, Brad, I have to say the game of, well, I can't say the game of the century, but um, my boys, the Cowboys, will be playing the New York Giants. Here in, here in New York, you call them Big Blue. Mm-hmm. So um, we got millions of uh, listeners out there. I know that uh, both of Big Blue and also pull for the Cowboys. So I got some money on the line. I want some of my fantasy money. So I'm, not, I'm putting some of that on my boys to beat the, the um, Big Blue out mm-hmm. in the Meadowlands this weekend. So I don't know who you riding with, Brett. I don't know if you want to put your put I'm yourself I'm out there right now. I'm riding with Tebow, man. I'm riding with Tebow. Tebow? Well, Tebow yeah. ain't on none of these teams. No, I'm just saying, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so you're not going with the Cowboys, or you're not going with no, the Cowboys? I ain't going with the Cowboys. All right. I don't like them damn Cowboys. Okay. All right. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. see, you know I can't deal with that. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, St. They Louis. They AFC back in the day, right? St. Louis is not doing too much this year, so I figure you ride with America's yeah. team, baby. No, no. <laughs> hey, I, heard, I heard the Saints are trying to take over that, you know what I'm saying? I heard they're trying to take over Green Bay. One of those, you know, they, they got a debate. I've seen it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. What they want to be, it. they want to be America's teams. It's not gonna happen yet. Okay, they got they got some that. dues to pay. With that said, there, Brad, I guess this evening is a successful real estate investor, as well as financial expert and an avid sports fan. She's joining us all the way from Los Angeles, California. We'd like to welcome. Miss Denisha Daniel to the Elsie and Jack radio show. Hello, Denisha. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks yes. for joining yeah. us. And, um, you know, uh, the, the bread man is, uh, he, he's, he's a little upset because, you know, the St. Louis Rams haven't done too much this year, so oh. I'm, 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 I'm laughing. Ride or die, my Cowboys there, Denisha. I'm a, a huge Cowboy fan, and we're going to do it to uh, the Giants this weekend. It's called Payback. We lost <laughs> down at Big D. So we're going we're gonna to bring it big time this weekend, get to yeah, the playoffs. The, the Cowboys have been pretty hit or miss this year. Yes, yes, they have. 
They yes, they have. But Tony uh, Romo rode my bench the whole time on that fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's, let's get into that. I mean, because um, I couldn't rely on him. How, how'd you make out for the season? Well, in my highly super competitive league, I had the fourth highest points, but okay. I didn't make the playoffs. Oh. I was. Had, I mean, everybody had their Super Bowl against me every single week, so. Mhm. Well, who? That was who, tough. Who was your starting quarterback? Uh, Tony Romo. Until. <laughs> I thought you and this is a true ten. story. I did this in both of my leagues until. Halftime of the first game of the season, I picked up Cam Newton. Oh, Cam. That was a power move, baby. Halftime of the first first game of the season, I picked him up in both leagues. Probably the best move I made. It was. But, yeah. It was. I, I, I was trying to get him. It was already too late. He <laughs> tried to get him on the waiver wire because nobody picked him up initially. Like you said, he was out there. Mm-hmm. And was lucky to get him. I mean, Cam was unbelievable. Big up to Cam Newton. Doing his thing, all those haters out there were hating on him, saying, "Oh, he couldn't do this, he couldn't do that." Coming out of college, right. and now everybody's he's riding him. He's, he is the truth. Oh, Cam is my man. Like, love, love to see those guys out there that you know, like the, the all these pro analysts say, "Oh, yeah, you know, they they just know all the players and how well they're going to do." And, right. You know, especially you know the the brothers in the quarterback position. I always say, uh, well, you, you know, we don't know if he can grasp this or he has all the intelligence. They don't say intelligence, okay, but they, you know, they they. But they imply it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you got this, you know, and when you get, you know, one of the other, you know, a pers- persuasion on there, I mean, we'll just call it the way it is. They say, oh, how, you know, how smart he is and this and that. And he knows the game of football. Right. Bottom line is you just got to be able to play and win. So, uh, right, but he he led the league in uh, rushing touchdowns yeah. <clears throat> for a quarterback ever. Yes, yes. Broke that record, so he's uh, the truth. I don't no. think he's got any doubters anymore. I'm definitely not. I had uh, I have to tell you, uh, Denisha, I had uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, and I rode him all the way oh, to man. the Super Bowl yesterday. <laughs> This actually this weekend. I have to, I have to tell you, I made it to the Super Bowl and I and I, and I did win yesterday. Oh, congrats! Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It was. I did year. not win Super Bowl yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's and like I that. I didn't even play. <laughs> it's like it's like that. I mean, you know, I have I was in several leagues. You know, one of the other leagues. I just I thought that was the team that was going to win it all. I thought I had the team. Did nothing. I think I had three or four wins out of the whole, um, you know, a whole season, fantasy season, football, te- you know, and then and this team, I didn't even know, I didn't think it was going to win it, but I just kind of that same thing out. happened with mine when I when I uh, drafted my team, I got the best draft in the league award. Really. Yeah, I got the best draft in the league based on projected points, and I was like, oh, I'm going to kill this season. No, I had like four or five wins in that league. The other league, I missed the draft, had the like a god-awful team, switched it all up, and that's the one I made the Super Bowl in. So Beautiful. fantasy football is, oh, it is a game it. of luck and misery. <laughs> <laughs> you said luck and misery. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I cannot tell you how many depressed Sunday evenings I had. 
Yo, like, I just knew I made the right picks, and it just wasn't going through. There's money on the line, Brad. I don't know what you know, man. Yo, these fantasies, I mean, they do have the free fantasies, but I'm going out there to try to win some money, so. Right. I hear you. I, I, yo, it's like a lotto. you got to be in it to win it, and, you know, like And bragging said, rights. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right, baby. So, uh, like, like I was Indonesia, I, I was helping my sister, like, two years ago. Wasn't uh-huh. in the league, but she would call me every Saturday night or Sunday morning. Who should I pick? Who should I pick? And I was just telling her, and she won the Super Bowl off my picks. <laughs> well, you should have got some money. You should have. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's my blood. That's my blood. She do me right. <laughs> Aww. I get it. I get it in another way. <laughs> oh, so that's all good. Last year, Michael Vick stole my. I was going to head into the Super Bowl last year, Denise and Michael Vick. I don't know if you recall, but they had a big game where they played the Giants, and the Giants was putting on the Eagles. In halftime, uh, I don't know, the Giants were up like three touchdowns. Yeah. And right. in the second half, Michael Vick just stole the show. And, you know, I figured I'd go shopping, you know, it's halftime. I'm like, oh, well, I'm good, you know. <laughs> and, and he had Michael Vick. That was really his only guy. And all I needed to do was for him not, you know, have like less, like 30 points or less, which is a lot of points in fantasy. So right. I figured oh, I was yeah. good. You know, I figured I was good. Michael Vick went nuts the second half. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's uh, he's good for that. Oh man! If he but had he, an offensive line, he'd be amazing. Oh yeah, this he'd be year, Aaron Rodgers if he had an air, offensive line. Woo. He's, I guess, you know, they're gonna regroup because they're officially out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I should ask you, who who's your favorite team? Do you have a, a favorite team that you do follow? Yes, I do. Uh oh, you don't. You sound a little depressed. I, I already know who it is. You gotta, you gotta get that ski mask and the, the dark Raider uh, outfit on. Really? The Raiders. I'm Raider Nation. I can tell. I can tell, Elsie. I can tell. That's why I can, I, I can understand loyalty in St. Louis Rams. Yes, yes. Yes, the men in black and and silver. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You know. You know what I like about the Raiders. Is that their fans are loyal? I mean, those cats come out. They got all and gully, right? They, keep, they beat people up too. They beat people up too. Yeah. <laughs> you know the injury. Yeah, I surprised my family with um, Raider tickets in the black hole last year. Mm-hmm. Quite really? the experience. If you're if you're a sports fan, you have to go to Oakland Coliseum for a Raider game. Uh, okay, I gotta take you up on regardless, that. Regardless, yeah, regardless of who you root for, it's just quite the experience. Mm, we have to bring a digital camera, LZ, next year. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, we gotta get on the road there. I know I gotta get down to Big D to see the new stadium. I haven't been down to see the new stadium, but I uh, definitely want to get back out to California. It's been a minute since I've been out that way, and we know you're out there. And you know, talking about California, how, how's uh, weather conditions out there in sunny California? Well, I think it was 72 degrees on Christmas. I'm mad at it, right? I'm mad. (laughs) But you know what? I mean, it gets cold here. This weekend I'll be going to uh, Big Bear, so we'll be in the snow. That's about an hour and a half away. Uh Uh-huh. So, I mean, that's what I kind of like about California is that you've got really everything. You've got the beach, you've got the mountains with the snow, and then you've got warm weather, too. So, I definitely am a Cali girl through and through. Yeah, so how, how do you, how does one that I guess was, you grew up in Cleveland, I believe? I no, I grew up in California. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay, my 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 bad. I, I thought you grew up in Cleveland. Well, you, 
also my bad. No, you might have thought that because my daughter's father played for Cleveland. He was a Cleveland Brown. Really? Maybe you got that info somewhere. That would be some high intel, though. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of know there was a Cleveland connection going on. You know, so I knew there was something going on. I was digging on you last night hard. Okay. Uh, you found you found out who else? Who am I dating now? <laughs> Let me know. Well, I won't put it all out there, but what we do want to put out there is that um, very impressed, uh, you know, young lady doing your thing, um, su- you know, successful real estate investor. Uh, Thank you. I mean, it seems like you do it all. Um, you know, tell how does one become successful in a in a business world where you deal. With mostly men, how, how does how does a woman do that? Uh, to be honest, by being a woman, I think that men, uh, you know, dealing with men, I think you just need to be a, a really good listener to do mm-hmm. sales. And I think that women, generally speaking, you know, have excellent listening skills. Um, and then I think if you're competent with Great listening skills. You know, all things considered, most men would probably rather work with a woman. Really? That's what that's. I do believe that. I mean, it is a man's world, but I I feel like um, when they know that you know the competency level is you know there or higher, and and you're actually listening to what they have to say, then I I, I feel like the the business is easy. Do you get some? That of kind of, and I'll say the old way of thinking because it, I'll say that, say it, just because you're a woman, they give you a hard time, and it's not. Because, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's all, there is the downside. I mean, there was um, when I started my career at Marcus and Melichap, the the first year I was Rookie of the Year, and and for a minority single mom in a kind of white male dominated industry. It was just very unusual, and so I think that there were a few kind of, you know, naysayers and detractors that just wanted to have some sort of reason why why I was doing well, and so they would imply that I was sleeping with clients, or, you know, when I wore a skirt suit to work, they would say something like, oh, must be a listing appointment. You know, so I mean, I, you, I, got, a, I got a little bit of that, but I really, I, you know... I didn't let it. I didn't absorb it. It just kind of bounced off me. Mm-hmm. That determination to to succeed just 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 willed you to keep keep it going. And I right. Well, I, ha- I mean, I have my daughter, so I couldn't be worried about you know the guy in the next cubicle. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> I heard that. I hear that. How did how did you wind up getting in real estate? Was there what what was the motivation to kind of I guess to to move in or migrate to that field? Uh, well, I well, I actually started in commercial real estate um, out of college, and I, I started as kind of a temp job. I had an accounting job there, and it got taken over by a larger firm, and so I was doing some big accounting projects. And um, I started getting interested in real estate from there, and then I went on a fly fishing trip with some of the brokers, and I was like, man, if these lame men can make – 150 grand, I will kill in this business, you know? So that's, I mean, from there, I was like, I, that kind of piqued my interest and I started getting my real estate license. Okay. Uh-huh. And then from there, that's how, how it went. 
I tell you, it's it's funny how you when you talk to you know all different types of people, we talk to all different types, how to get you know involved to, into a particular field. It's it's crazy how to get started, and you know the love for that field just you know just takes over. Right. They do very well, and then, you know you just hear the determination in their voice, or and um, I asked you about the challenges because you know being a being a woman in a male dominated society is is not easy, and you know especially when you're talking about real estate. I mean, a lot of the real estate people that when I you know when you say real estate, you know I I think predominantly male. You know you hear Don, right. you know you hear about Donald Trump. Obviously, because you know, big name. You hear about, um, you know, a lot of different investors out there, and you don't really hear about, you know, women out there doing those similar things. Which I, I'm sure, you know, obviously yourself, you're doing it, and I'm sure there's a lot of other women out there that don't get the shine, um, but are out there and, and they're doing, they're very successful in what they do. So it's great to hear that, you know, we have, you know, um, you know, ladies out there, women out there. Making their mark and breaking down barriers, which in the past you would never see it. So, kudos, kudos to you. Thank you. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to overstate it because I will say, I mean, it, if of any industry, it is really, really male dominated, and that's commercial real estate. I think residential real estate tends to be a little more mm-hmm. actually female dominated, mm-hmm. but um, in in commercial real estate, it is very male-dominated. Just to give you an example, I went um, at Marcus and Millichap, They had these national achievement awards where they would send us to Maui at the Four Seasons, and it was this huge trip. And you and you had to basically be within the top one percent of the company. And out of the national company, only um, two hundred people made it. Wow. Right. And out of those 200, only four were women. Wow. And I was the only woman. I was. I went there when I was like 25 or 26, mm-hmm. and I was the only one who was like within 15 years, like of my age group. And there were only, you know, three other women, and they were all, you know, well into their 40s. So it. I mean, I will say it is grossly male dominated. You know. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's like the easiest thing to get into, but. You know, I do think that as a woman, you have certain advantages, and it's you know it's up to you whether or not you maximize that. What's the biggest challenge you? I guess we were talking about it now. Dealing, I don't know if it is, but would you say your biggest challenge is dealing with dealing with the predominantly male industry, or no? Would it be- uh, no, I would say. I mean, I think there's there's a lot of mental toughness that goes into anything that would be commission based. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's the part that, you know, when you've, you know, poured your blood, sweat, and tears into something and then it falls apart, you know, due to reasons that have nothing to do with you, you know, you don't you don't get paid anything. Right. So, so I mean, sometimes that can be, you know, a challenge. And But I always feel like, you know, it's my responsibility to close this deal. You know, on, if my client wants the property, it's my job to get it for him. So... You know, that that part of the mental toughness and, and like, coming back, right back is is probably the biggest challenge. You know, there are other challenges, but that's probably the biggest. What would you what would you say is the, the best part of your day or the best part of your job, I say? What, what would be the best thing? It's funny that you say that because every night when I put my daughter to bed, 
we go over the best part of our day. Really? Yeah, we ask each other, what's the best part of your day? What was most challenging? And then we say three things that we're grateful for, mm-hmm. um, which I feel I feel very strongly about daily gratitude. I have a, I have a website, uh, 30thankyous.com, that I, you know, dedicated basically to gratitude. Um, but usually the best part of my day has something to do with her. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, I, and it, it could be something small or something big, but when it has something to do with work, it was, you know, that I felt a sense of accomplishment doing doing something good for somebody else or, you know, for my career, something like that. And I, I, I kind of feel your vibe on that. I mean, you know, I have uh, two daughters, and I tell you, before I had any children, it was a little different the way I looked at things. And when you have offspring, you kind of... It, it really opens your mind and your determination factor of wanting to succeed to me just want up so many more notches because uh, you know you're working for them to have for them to have a better you know better life than than we did you know even if it was great you wanted to be right. better than than you know than than what you had so I, I think uh, that that kind of just changes things and. You know, you talk to a lot of different people, young and single, and, and, and don't have any offspring. And, you know, I know before I did, you know, you talk to different people, and I was they're like, hey, when you have a child, you're going to look at things differently. And I'm like, nah, we're still going to be the same person. <laughs> and, and you really don't. It really does change you. And I kind of get that vibe from you of, you know, including, you know, your daughter. You know, it's it's such a great thing that you include her and, and in your success and, and her success, right. you know, so I love that. That's, Thank that's, you. That's no, I, I think that, you know, once you become a parent, your your heart, you know, I always say your heart's no longer in your chest. It's like out walking around in the world. And and I felt very from a very early age that I really wanted to be, um, I don't want to say a better mother, but I would say like, you know, I, I, I wanted to be the mother that my mother really wanted to be able to be to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I really, you know, focused on her and, you know, I had her at a, at a really early age. And so, you know, it kind of shifted my priorities. And I definitely see people, you know, having children later, which which has its benefits, but it also, you know, tends to have put off their focus you know, for a while, in some cases, at yes. least. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. When you have a child, depending on the age, you know, if you do if you do it younger, it can, you know, it can really, it can, you can really step up your game or, or you can really take a, a setback. And, and that's cool, too, because, you know, the way I look at it, uh, Denise, is in life, you're going to have some setbacks. It's really how you, you know, if we use it in a, a sports analogy, you know, and, a lot of times your team gets down. It's really how they come back. You know, they're down in, in the fourth quarter. They're down by a touchdown, 10 points, whatever, 14 points. It's really how you come back and, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, rebound as, you know, you know, in life. You know, that's, that's the way I look at it, you know, since, you know, just, just loving sports. It's funny how sports kind of ties into a lot of things in life and, some of the challenges Absolutely. that you go through, you know. So, and I think that's why these guys, you know, these days make so much money because it's just an addict for us. You know, we get involved in all these different sports teams, and 
and um, you know it's it's kind of like a journey. So it's great to hear that you, you're doing your thing. One question I had to ask you though, kind of a side note. I know we're kind of rolling here, but my understanding is is that um, you like pole dancing, or have you tried pole dancing before? <laughs> What? Yeah, I had, I had, I had you answer. have done your research. <laughs> yes. Man. You know, do you know me, Denisha? Come yeah, on, man. baby. So I had to, I had I'm to... going out to check my trash can right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you definitely got to catch up with it, Brad, okay? Because, um... Yes, sir. You really went deep on that. <laughs> that is right. funny. No, you know, before the whole craze hit with... Um, pole dancing as exercise I actually kind of stumbled upon it through a friend of mine and I did I did get really really deep into it I went all the way to like the highest level and I used to dance when I was a kid and this was kind of like um the grown-up version of it and it's not like as it's not the same kind of pole dancing that you see you know in a lot of strip clubs or something like that even though if you want to go there right if you want to go there you have the skills to do so but you know but it's it's still it's a very good very good exercise and it's you know really feminine and really you know it's, it's a lot of fun so yeah no i definitely love pole dancing i actually just signed up to take take classes again so oh so you stopped I did. I I had kind of reached the little max and then, you know, went on to something else and and now I'm I'm coming back into it. All right. Well, we don't want you to stop, okay? Me and Brad have you know <laughs> interviewed anyway, a pole man. dancer before, okay? So we don't want you to stop. We want you to keep, keep doing it, okay? <laughs> we want you to be that top one percent, like you're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I, I'm I'm an overachiever. I need to. Yes. I need to. We know that. We know that. We know that. <laughs> that is hilarious. You guys do your research. That's it, baby. Yeah. We got we got to yeah. dig here. That's what we Definitely do. We bring out the right? best. On the LC and <laughs> You guys yeah, gonna bring on my first boyfriend ever or something next? <laughs> hey, that's part two. Oh, we, we, we're we're on on <laughs> we have a lot of repeat guests. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, that's great. Denisha, yeah. who would you um say is instrumental or who's a role model in your life? Oh my gosh. I, I have so many role models. Um Business-wise, my mentor was a man named Jonathan Weiss, who completely revolutionized my life. Um, and and he told me from day one. They took a they gave me a personality test when I came in, and he said, you know, you have the perfect personality for this business, and you're going to kill it. And I thought this guy's lying. He wants me to come in and call for free. Uh-huh. I see his game, right. you know. But but really, I mean, he made he made me uh, a great broker, a great um, a good investor. I will say, not great, um, a good investor and a better woman and a and a better mother. So I would say, if there's somebody who I could point to right off the bat, it would definitely be Jonathan Weiss, my mentor. Wow. Oh, all right. <laughs> but you know, I've had other I've had mentors, you know, in other fields. I've had like life coaches that were were wonderful, Al Leddington and um and another man named Mitch Newman, mm-hmm. um who were who were great um in terms of 
you know, helping me with mindset things because I really believe strongly that success in anything is attached to your mindset. Yes. And and we all have, you know, we all have things that hold us back. Mm-hmm. And and it's kind of our job to you know, understand these things and kind of unlock them and that's and that's what, you know, those people help me do. Well, I'm I'm loving I'm loving the vibe. I tell you, you're doing your thing <laughs> and they, they they tell me you're a relationship expert. I'm like, wow. So I you know, now somebody lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, Brad, she, yo, she she can hey. she can hook you up, Brad. She can take care of you to all those relationship problems, man. Yeah, I will say. I mean, I guess it's the same way you become an expert on anything. Like I I've made a, every mistake in the book. Uh huh. So if that makes me an expert, I am a genius. I'm a relationship <laughs> genius. Um, <laughs> one and two, one and two, neck and neck. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, that I mean, I, I, I think I give good advice. I don't know if I always, you know, take it, but I think I definitely am, am a, am a good advice giver in the relationship department. What's your problem? Let's hear, let's hear it. Oh, I, I don't have any problems, Brett. The Brett man, I, I, you know, he's. I'm trying to, you know, get him all situated, but he's trying to get you know, me ringed up. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> What's holding you I back, Brett? No, I ain't got no problem. He's just trying to get me ringed up, you know. Well, he's boy, trying to help you out. He's letting you know. No, he ain't gonna help me out. Believe me, I'm a, I'm a good advisor too. Matter of fact, years ago, I taught somebody how to drive a standard ship, and I didn't know how to drive one. So that's good teaching. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, he's going to come up with all these other analogies that have nothing to do with (laughs) relationships, okay? Yeah, it's the same analogy. (laughs) But, but Denisha, I'd like to ask this, and I do ask women this question, and and you get different answers. What do you think is the biggest, uh, I don't want to say trap, or, but what is the biggest um, issue that uh, women have with men in relationships? Is it commitment? Hmm. Is it commitment you think in your experience or in your travels? Uh, no, you know? I, I think that's a woman problem because if you're if you're choosing men that are not are, are emotionally unavailable or commitment shy, I think that's kind of who you're choosing mm-hmm. to to be in a relationship with. But I think that um, you know it's the same problem that men have with women. I think it's a matter of understanding each other. Yes. And communicating effectively, I think that's that's our biggest problem. Mm-hmm. So you think women, and why do you think that's the case? Well, I think we communicate with men the way, I'm not going to say we as a whole, I, me personally, I try not to, but mm-hmm. we communicate with men like we communicate with other women or, or like in a way that we want to be communicated with ourselves. I think that's a great point. Yes, That's sir. pretty deep, there, and I, I think a lot of it people point, admit that. Man, I know yeah. something like that. Wow. Right, so we're, we're, we're constantly, oh, let's sit down and talk, and let's figure this out, and, you know, let's cry. And, <laughs> and that's things you do with your with your girlfriends, and it does make yeah. you feel better at the end. I don't want to But for a man, you guys feel exhale. like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Look, when she tells me to exhale with her, I'm like, oh. I've been exhaling the whole time. <laughs> right. When is this going to be over? Halftime is it like almost done. <laughs> Great. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we've had on a relationship uh, experts, so we've had you know many people call in and 
you know, come up with different things, challenges that they they have. And, you know, we get a lot of women that call in, not so many of the guys, uh, <laughs> you know, that call in. But, we you know, we do have a guy, actually, one guy that called in, and uh, he ran into an old flame of his. He's married. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he kind of, you know, got the vibe with, a, you know, an old old high school friend and, you know, he, you know, he he was, you know, he was had feelings for him, and you know, he, you know, his, his question was, and I guess we'll throw it to you, was, uh, you know, what, what was his, you know, what was her thoughts since he had feelings, you know, he had feelings, and you know, she was like, there's nothing wrong to have feelings for a person, but you know, if it's the feelings that are going to have you stray away from your marriage, it's, you know, those aren't good thoughts. You know, if it's you know friendly thoughts. Like, hey, this is a good person, and just good to kind of catch up with you, right? But you know, I think he had other thoughts, though. So, so yeah. Well, he was attracted. Yeah, he had that. And I, I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine. I was like, when men are attracted to you, they are always attracted to you. Mm-hmm. you even if they can't stand the, the sight of you, they can't stand the sound of your voice. <laughs> if they are attracted to you, they are always attracted to you. Women, on the other hand, when we're disgusted by you, mm-hmm. you stink to us. <laughs> We don't want to touch you, like you know what I mean. Like when we're in a bad place, it's it's not good. And and yeah. I think with your with that guy, he would really need to make a decision about whether or not he's really attracted to her, or you know having feelings of love, or you know feeling kind of a that new sensation, you know, with somebody new. I mean, it's it's hard to be married to your wife and have it be new all the time. Right. Yeah, that's the challenge about being married. It's, it's keeping it fresh, keeping it new. Well, know? what do you do? I want to hear what you do to keep it fresh and new. Wow, she wants to see him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I want to get. I want to get. I'm interviewing you too. Let her brother, no. Wow, she want to dig into what else he's doing. Notebook, is, huh? I got my notebook right here. <laughs> well, I thought I was interviewing her, Brett. No, she's on the table because she's in that top one percent. She can hit. <laughs> no, I, I think I think you hit on a big thing. I think though, regardless, communication's a key, especially when you're married, because um, a lot of times there's a lot of different things that go on in life, and sometimes you may assume that that person knows, and you know they feel kind of not knowing, you know, what's going on or how you're thinking, and I think that it's key, very key. In a relationship, to have communication and and to include, them. you know, make sure you include your partner on a lot of different things that you do. And uh, I think those are the, those are the, some of the keys to success. There's no, I don't think the exact formula because you know every marriage is different. But I think communication is something that probably touches all successful relationships. Yeah, no, I think I think if you can communicate effectively with somebody and mm, without with anger or judgment, I think yeah. you're going to have a good marriage. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but um, yeah, so uh, you know, so it's always good when we we have different people on the on the show. I'd love to get their um, their opinion or their insights on on different topics, and definitely in relationships, it's. Um, you get the, a whole host of different answers to to the same question, which you know, which is that there's no exact formula to to a relationship. So, 
It's 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 unbelievable. You know, we talk about um, myself and Brad. We we recently talked about um, Deion Sanders and his wife. And, um, he's recently um, actually his wife filed for divorce, and uh, he said he didn't know until he checked out TMZ, which is wild. He didn't know you were getting a divorce. His wife didn't say anything. Come he on. He just put it out in the street. Told TMZ. I don't believe that, Dion. I, I don't either. But that's that was reported. <laughs> but I wouldn't tell that to his face. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> That's crazy. He had a he had a clue something was up. I'm sure. So there was somebody knew what was going on, but you know, these uh these was what's happened, you know, so but you know, when we get in a bind, you know, I'm gonna have the bread man call you directly for some advice. Because <laughs> he needs these types of things. Uh, I think I, I think I probably give better advice to men than women. And why is and that? And I'm vice versa. Why is I you know why because I I was I was raised by my dad. Okay. And I, and I feel like I understand men a little bit better than women for that reason. <laughs> Even though I am a woman, but um no, I I really feel like I understand where where men kind of, you know, take a left turn sometimes. And and it's interesting you say that cuz I think a lot of times where women I I don't want to say go wrong because you can't, you know, I don't want to say that, but, and you kind of hit on it before, is we we both think differently. I mean, men think differently than women. Right. And, you know, you kind of have to, you know, if you want to understand you have an issue with your relationship, you don't want to ask your girlfriend, ask another man. And, right. You know, you lay the scenario on it, he's going to have an idea of how the man, you know, is thinking. And I think right, a lot and of interpreting what you're saying and, right. and probably how he's feeling, you know that that definitely plays in. And I think a lot of I think a lot of women, when when they think that there's an issue in their relationship, like I said, they solve it like they would a problem with another woman. And and a lot of times, like um, for women, what we need more than anything is kind of like security and affection. And I think what men need more than anything is respect and appreciation. Yes. And I feel like when men are not feeling that, that's when they start withdrawing and then then women start getting insecure and they're thinking, you know, oh, he doesn't love me, you know, and and then then that's when the problems start kind of becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. And then here comes, you know, a situation that either brings you together or, or pulls you apart. Pulls you apart, yes, definitely. Wow, definitely. What would you say in, in your relationship? And 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 for the record, are you a single young lady or are you? Married? I am single. Okay, Go ahead, all right. Girl. I had Go to you, All right, I had, I had <laughs> I'm just information kidding. on that, so I figured you know I'm out there in the horse's mouth because we have a lot of single yeah. men that listen to the show. Oh yeah, so definitely. Uh, I'm they sure we have my page up too. Yeah. Oh, don't get. <laughs> no, 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 no. They better they, be they properly vetted. Me. No, no, they don't respect me because they know I know you. Who <laughs> that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. I got that kind of juice. <laughs> Denisha, do you think women settle because they, they, you know, for an, you know, an individual, like it's not the person they really want? Do you think they do that more times than not? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I think they do. I think, um, and I've definitely seen it with with some of of my friends. Like when they get older, all of a sudden, I mean, there's things that are settling, and then there's things that are not settling. Right. You know, like if you're if you're settling because you're like, well, this is just as good as it gets. <laughs> you know that. You know, it's way, a, you guys. know. Then that that's a that's a separate thing. But I do think that you know, and and that whole biological clock thing with women. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Can, I hear that a lot out there. You can listen, produce. I'm getting thirty. I'm thirty. You know, whatever. I'm right. in my thirties, and I'm like, wow, it's like that. Right. Well, he's tall, so we can have some tall babies. You know, that oh, might be settling. <laughs> Ooh, that's not like Bellport. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I've heard I've heard some crazy things. Once women start, you know, getting in the mid thirties about you know what what they want to do with their their ovaries. <laughs> yeah, big, big time. It's crazy. But I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I think that some women settle, and I think that you know, some women just have unrealistic standards. So maybe what they think is settling is, you know, would in fact be being being more realistic. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I might be in that latter category. <laughs> <laughs> because I do expect perfection, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we're waiting for Miss. We'll try to line up Mr. Wright for you, and we'll, you know, if we maybe we might have some success there, Brett. Yeah, hey, we might have a little contest. You know, yeah, we might have to do a little contest. You guys are going to auction me off? Yeah, hey, we're gonna have to do a you do for you know? good chatter. What's your favorite chatter? You would do it for your chatter. <laughs> we, might have to, we might have to do that. Oh, we'll no. Put it out there. We'll start on the West Coast, and then we go to the West, <laughs> and we do New York. <laughs> Nothing else will be Actually, I prefer them to be far away. Okay, we'll do New York no, I'm first. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's going to fly all the way out to New York on a regular basis. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being bi-coastal. That might be fun. It might be. It might be, right? And I can have some time to myself and some time with, you know. That's right. Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright. Yeah. All right, well, Brad, we're definitely going to put that on there. The support we'll, time, right? Yep, we're going to do that. <laughs> we'll be in contact with you on that. But tell us what's what's next for you, Denisha. You, you you've been very successful. You're doing a lot of different things. Tell us what's next for you. Well, um, I will say what's next is that I'm kind of transitioning into a a, a place in my life where I'm really um, and I'm really thankful that you guys put me on here. Um, and I was really honored that you wanted to interview me. So um, definitely, I would say that the next thing is basically sharing my story. Um, I've, I've been, I had kind of a, a less than ideal childhood. My mother was a drug addict okay. and, um, you know, we grew up and I, I was skipped two grades and then I went to college early, had my daughter pretty early. And, and during my pregnancy, my daughter's father was diagnosed with cancer and, um, ended up dying when she was 10 weeks old. And so I kind of felt like my story was going to have this bad road. I, I was on unemployment, um, on WIC with this newborn baby, mm-hmm. and um, then I kind of took a chance and bet on myself. And fast forward, you know, 10 years later, and I have my own company. I have real estate investments. My daughter is thriving and doing wonderfully. And and basically, I felt like, you know, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And so 
the point, the, the, the hope for me in the next step is to get this story out there and hopefully, you know, inspire people who feel like, you know, they've, they've reached kind of the worst day of their life or, you know, maybe there is no future for them um, and, and letting them believe that they can and you can turn, turn things around, you can turn around your mindset and really the, the possibilities are endless. And I, it sounds like, Brad, there's a book coming. Yeah, listen, I was waiting for that. Are you, are, you gonna challenge, are you gonna challenge it into a book, a movie, or or a play, or a short story, or what? What do we got? Well, here? I, do, I do enjoy I do enjoy writing, and I I've actually recently um, started a blog um, called DonnaTrump.com. dot com. Um, and I I do you know whatever's kind of motivating me at that moment goes on there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of jokes on there. There's sports stuff on there. But there's a, there's a, most of it is mindset and and you know and a lot of my story and my message. Um, I also have a, my website DeniciaDanielle.com where you know you can kind of connect with me on social media. And I you know one of my favorite things to do is answer questions. So if anybody ever has a question, they can always submit it there on uh, the DonnaTrump.com or Denisha Danielle. Mm-hmm. And um, to answer your question, yes, I I think a book. Would you know if if I should be so blessed? Um, would hopefully definitely be coming forth. Oh, it definitely sounds like it. You've uh, you know I'd love to hear the the stories that you know like we said you know in life I don't care where you are there's always different challenges and you know you started out you know things started rough but you know there's you know what's so great about it is that through hard work and and determination, anything's possible. And then, you know, a lot of these kids, I talk a lot of their kids now, and, and they uh, have this illusion that everything just falls right in your lap. Like, you know, these guys that are playing professional football, it's just, boom, they, they're, they're football players. No, there's a lot of challenges that they go through to get to where they are. It's not, uh, you know, like, oh, yeah. you know, they're walking yellow brick road, and boom, they're just there. So, I think the younger generation have a lot of, um, they need to hear these stories because everybody doesn't have the, you know, the nice way of getting to whatever their goals are. And it does happen. Some people just, you know, everything, the roadmap just goes exactly to the plan. It doesn't happen that way for, for, for most people, I'll say. You know, myself, I'm sure Brad will speak for himself. It, it, it doesn't happen that way. And the people... All right, and thankfully so. Truthfully. Yeah. How would you how would you learn and grow if everything always went right? You That's know. That's right. That's right. That's what's so great about life. Well, you know, you have your ups and downs, but uh, again, it's how you rebound that makes it uh, even more fruitful, as as they say. And you know, I, I'd love to hear stories like yours because we need to hear those, and we try to do what we can to get that message out. And I'm sure there's a lot of other venues out there that try to do the same. But you know, our youth these days need to hear it and. You know, um, because they are our future. Without them, you know, you mentioned your daughter. It's they're very important. They're going to be the next president, the next real estate, you know, investors. They're going to be the next uh, radio show hosts. They're going to be the next whoever. Right. You know, so they need to need to hear these success stories. And um, we're so happy that you're able to share yours this evening. Thank you, thank you. I actually wanted to say something about my my when it comes to parenting. I had a my mentor that I mentioned earlier, Jonathan Weiss. He said, 
when Devin was three years old, he said, the best thing you can do for your daughter is teach her to be fearless. And I really feel like that is so key. And when I see her successful in a lot of different realms, in sports, in dance, in, in her grades, you know, with, with her friends and socially, I really feel like it's because, you know, she's not afraid. Mm-hmm. And I think many, many children and many of us as adults are kind of holding on to fears that hold us back. And yeah. and I think that we can learn a lot from children who are, you know, unafraid and, and reminding ourselves that, you know, fear is not real. That's right. It's, There's it's, nothing real. You know, and once you let let it go, then then all of these things become possible for you. Well, they say that for you know you basically again, like you said, being successful. Those you hear about um, all the you know gentlemen or women that are successful about that fear, and once they got over it, you know it just it just happened for them. And you know because you, you hear about um, was Bill Gates. I was reading um, Steve Jobs. You know, I had, you know, the different challenges he went through and the work ethic that, that he had. And, and the failures. Right. And the failures, exactly. You beat me to the So point. that's why you, I mean, I think you should be grateful for failures because, you know, hey, got that one out the way. Must that's be right. a success coming. <laughs> that's right. And you probably, and you appreciate it more, too. It's like, if it comes so easy, you don't really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think some of these athletes, they do get it. Some of them, not all of them. Some of them get it easy. And you're like, man, you're making millions of dollars. Well, how could you make a bonehead mistake like that? <laughs> you know? Are you talking about Sam Hurd right now? Oh, that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of them. He fooled everybody, okay, because they said he was just the best guy. I mean, he was down in Dallas. He played for us. And, you know, I went out to Chicago, and everybody raved about him. So he was a great teammate, a great role model. Uh-uh, you no great role model anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, he hasn't been convicted yet. But, That's right. Um, That's right. You know, to be fair, he hasn't been convicted right. of it yet. But I, I will say, even that's the other thing about success is that, you know, if you're not properly equipped, you know, mentally, you can achieve success and blow it several times, you know. And, and there's a lot of millions of stories of, of people who have achieved amazing success or had incredible opportunities and weren't able to sustain it and it's that same thing it's that fear it's that you know lack of of self-worth you know and and am i really worthy of all of this and we find ways to kind of break that and crumble that down and and being you know strengthening yourself and your spirit you know will enable you to achieve and maintain success despite you know failures I tell you, Brad, she's she got it all. I feel the book. I feel the movie. Right. <laughs> and uh, the only thing we want to be sure we have to be we have to be in the, we have to be in the movie. Okay, I won't I won't settle for less. All right, Brad, Brad. We gonna Sounds get good. Believe that. Believe that. <laughs> who introduced me to my um my future husband. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think we can make that happen, baby. <laughs> yeah, we have a mold and we have to get him a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's right. That's right. Oh, Denise, do you have any shout-outs or anything before we let you go? Of course, of course. Um, definitely connect with me on Twitter, Denisha Danielle, um, on Facebook as well. 
Um, I know there were a couple people. I just got a few messages in where they were, I think they were waiting on your phone. We actually have some people on hold. You want to take a couple of phone calls? Sure. Yeah, we do have some people on hold. Hold on, Denisha. You're listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show. Who we have on the line? Hello? I tell you, once they get on live radio... They get yeah, nervous. They, they, they scared of the bread man and LC. It happens. It happens a lot. Let's. We got. Uh, we got another one holding Denisha. Let's, they don't know we're genuine people. We don't bite <laughs> hard. Right. You're on the LC and Jack Radio Show. Who do we have? Nope. They hung up. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's try one more. Let's go three for straight. Uh, let's try this one again. Uh, line five. You on LC and Jack Radio Show? Who do we have on the line? Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. How are you? This Fine is LC. Hi, Denisha. Hi. Who is this? It's Kim White. How are you? Oh, hey, Kim. I'm really good. You Thank have you me for feeling calling very in. empowered right now. Oh. I went to school with you, but I never knew your story. I can't wait. I hope you do get a book deal. I want to hey now, it. let's put it out there. I hope she's going to do it. I know she's great. <laughs> she's always been great. You know, like one of those people that you see thriving and you just know they're going to do mm-hmm. something. And for her to say, like, all the struggles she had, mm-hmm. you know, people see something and they just assume. Like, right. I think she might be one of those people who you would think she had it easy and nothing ever happened to her. Right. So I just mm-hmm. want to say thank you for putting it out there because we all go through something. That's right. You know the story. Um, thank you. That is yeah, wow, you just made me a little misty-eyed, but thank yeah. you for saying that. That is very, very, very true, that, you know, we all go through something, and you can't judge what somebody else is going through or, or think it's all easy over there because, you know, God is fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we all we all have something that we we're working through and working on. So exactly, and like when you're going through, I'm like totally going through it. I'm just like listening to you. I'm like, okay, I got to get out of the funk. So again, thank you guys for taking my call, Denisha. I'm praying for you, baby. That you're just totally blessed. Likewise, praying for you too. All right, and I hope your daughter feels better with her toe. <laughs> thank you. All right, guys, have Thanks a good night. Thanks for calling Elsie and Jack Radio Show. Hey, ready. Bye-bye. Uh, Denisha, we have another one on the line real quick. We'll see. Uh, let's take another one. Okay. You're listening to Elsie and Jack Radio Show. Who do you have on the phone? Hello. Hi, can I be heard? Yes, you can. Hello. You're live. You're talking to Elsie uh, and Jack as well as Brad, my man, and Denisha. Dan- Danielle. Well, good day to everyone. I'm calling from United Kingdom, London. Okay. Wow. Do you have a question and, uh, for Denisha? Denisha, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm very well. I happen to see your uh, message on um, my Facebook, and I just sent you a tweet, and um, I was keen to hear... Uh, just a brief summary of your story because um, doing a little bit of reading on you, you seem to be a very empowered person and uh, I'm mighty impressed by uh, all the challenges and the um, the luxury of life that you take upon you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I think we we, are all, we all have them. So you're calling from the UK? Yeah, I'm calling from London. Can you hear me loud and clear? Yeah, yeah we, we can. can. I think there might be a little bit of a delay. 
We got yeah. a little bit of delay, but we have you. Oh, is there, there's a delay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I was I was listening in and and uh, I was um, intrigued by the conversation. It sounds pretty powerful, and um, I just wanted to call in and just uh, say a few words and uh, and um, get a little bit of feedback. But I hear you what you're saying on um, the topic of discussion, and of course, when one is successful in life, it's all about maintenance. And I guess if you're trusted or thrusted into success and you're not really prepared for it, then failure can be quite a, um, a fast-moving force downwards, if you hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Or, does that all, or does that all sound jibbery gush to you? Because you kind of, <laughs> well, you do sound very British over there. Yes. <laughs> but but it's, it's so cute because anything with an know, accent sounds good. But you know, but you, but you know, you know the way I'm laughing. I'm definitely must be a brother. So I was just trying to give it to you live and direct. That's all. Love the British brother. Hey, hey Denisha, this is bachelor number one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Don't line him up for me, baby. We no, told no, you. That's the number you, one. You know, Delisha, I, Delisha, you know what? I intensely, I intensely call for me. I intensely call so that I can get your attention. I hope you see my message to you on on Facebook. It says, Miss D, can I come to you direct and live? If you see it, you see it there. Oh, all and right. I'm gonna take it out. On all right. then, you what? And I said the same thing to you on uh, on. I said the same on thing the to Twitter? you on Twitter. <laughs> All right, I'm going to check you out. All right. Well, thanks for, thanks for calling in no, LG and Jack Radio Show. We want, we want to thank okay, you. We got it? some other callers. I'm sorry? I was going to ask you a question now. Oh, oh good. go ahead. Let's, let's go ahead. And then, and then we have to go. I got to, We have some other callers, but go ahead. Quickly. Okay, no, Denisha, this question is to you. Now, in terms of... Um, I know initially that you have mentioned something about real estate and stuff. I mean, what would you say is a positive thing about the real estate business in terms of keeping your head above water? Um, in terms of mentally, like mentally keeping your head above water? or Yeah. 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 Well, I think yeah. that there's a, a certain element of if you're going to go into real estate and it, you have to know, like, for six months to a year, you're not going to make any money. So you have to... 100% commit yourself fully to it as well as have a mentor. Um, mentally, I think that wherever you get inspiration from, um, really making sure that you seek that inspiration and that mental toughness and, you know, find ways to bounce back on a daily basis because you're going to get, you know, countless no's. Um, and, and it can be a little bit difficult. So I think that in terms of keeping your head above water, you're going to need a great mentor and, you know, some mental toughness. Well, Did that answer your question? You <laughs> we want it. We want it. We hate to, to cut you short. we got to run. But definitely follow us, follow Denisha. And um, thank you What's for tuning in to the show this evening. We, we have to run. Thank you so for many taking that call, gentlemen. And thank Denisha. you very much. And, many thanks. Uh, like I said, thanks for tuning in. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Denisha, you want to take a couple more? The line, the board went crazy. So, do, do you have time to take a couple more? I sure do. All right, let's uh, go to line two here. Hello, you on the LC and Jack Radio Show? Hello. 
ready? <laughs> Hello, you're on the LC and Jack radio show. Hello? 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 All right. The phones, either the phones are acting up an issue or I don't know what's going on here, but I apologize for that. I don't know. No problem. I understand. But anyway, um, it's been a pleasure to have you on. The lines, the board was going crazy here. (laughs) (laughs) It is that charm, your story. I tell you, people out there, uh, I tell you, it's just the power of of, of learning the the different uh, things that, you know, we go through in life. Yeah, some people think that a lot of times it's just... It's been your exact plan. Yes, and then, I mean, I I really appreciate the opportunity to share my story, and and I wish you guys the best of luck. You guys do your research, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. We we try to be prepared, and, you know, we we love to have guests like yourself to, you know, that that helps us. It keeps our listeners uh, informed and keeps them listening every week, and, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. We like the opportunity to get the positive messages out to help people. If we help one person, that's what it's all about. I'm with that. I agree 100%. So, um, you know, keep in contact with us. Let us know what's new. And uh, I'm sure we'll definitely have you on again. Oh, definitely. I'd love to. I'd love to. Thank you so much. And and DeniciaDanielle.com and 30thankyous.com. You can say thank you out loud. And and I believe strongly in gravy. Daily gratitude. So I encourage it strongly. Thanks again. Have a uh, happy new year, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. And like like we said before, me and Brett want to be the first one signed in a movie. When the movie comes <laughs> down, okay? Sounds good. <laughs> Got to Sounds good. Yeah. All right, Denisha, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the LC and Jack radio show with our special guest this evening, Denisha Danielle, with a powerful message, a powerful young lady doing positive things. Well, Brad, I guess we're going to keep it rolling, um, doing some uh, birthday shouts. That's it. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll kick it off this week. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to roll it here. I want to say happy birthday to Ricky Henderson, former baseball player. He's a Hall of Fame player. He's 53 this week. All right. Ozzie Smith, former shortstop of the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm sure you'll appreciate that, Brett. He's a St. Louis. Louis. Yes, sir. Yes. He's actually 57 this week. Wow. Yeah. Ozzie Smith, the man that did the backflips, baby. That's the last game I've been to. Yeah. Back in the 70s, man. That's the last time I went to a Mets game. <laughs> oh. So you know what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to my man, John Amos. I tell you, I was kind of surfing the web, bread, and I was like, man, you know what? We got to – I'm going to make a phone call. We're going to get John on. Yes. Yeah, talking about somebody that's gone through a struggle. John Amos, for those that don't know, John Amos is from Good Times. I mean, he's played a lot of roles. He's been out there on it, but he's most known as uh, being the Pops in Good Times. 
So uh, happy birthday to him. He's 72 this week. Wow. Yep, yep. John Legend. Birthday to him. He's the big 3-3 this week. Gail King, Oprah's girlfriend. All right, that's what I call her. <laughs> Best known <laughs> as. Mm-hmm. It's her birthday. She's 57. And to my man, the super, super duper actor from out in New York City. He's actually from Long Island. Denzel Washington, 57. And to uh, the man down in Miami right now, he's trying, he's trying to get that championship. LeBron James, birthday to him. He's 27. And Brad, we're going to say happy birthday to some of our Twitter and Facebook friends and followers. To um, Dwayne Walker, Omar Lopez, Michelle Fisher, Tariq Butler, Sam Wright, Larry Toller, and Candace Burris. And I also didn't mention a couple others. I'm going to say happy birthday as well to uh, Tiger Woods and Layla Ali. Both had birthdays this week. Layla is 34 and Tiger Woods is hitting the 36 mark this week. Happy birthday to all. From the LC and Jack radio show Just want to give a uh, big up To uh, Rob and Ty from Reality Sermon Dennis, Jane, Karen I was hanging out Having some fun a little bit earlier with, And uh, to all of you Big up from the LC and Jack radio show Take it over there, Brad Well, I just got a couple of birthday shout outs Maybe like two uh, Mr. Hal Linton Give a big birthday shout out to him, he's having an unplugged up close December 30th uh, down at the Frank Cully Moore Hall. Showtime is going to be 7:30 p.m. Tickets are 50 dollars in advance and 65 at the door. So uh, go check him out. Smooth R&B brother. I want to give another shout out, birthday shout out to Monique Cher Spicer. Happy birthday to my own girl. On that note, on the LCA and Jack show. And just to give a couple of shout-outs to some friends. I know a lot of people are listening in tonight. I'm getting texts on my backup phone saying it was a great show. So I'm really giving a shout-out to my Verizon brother, Mr. Derek. Thank you for checking in. He loved the show, and I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for listening in tonight. Mr. Harry Vestal, long-time friend of mine. I want to give him a big shout-out up there in uh, Connecticut. Miss Lisa Cyrus from Philly. I'm going to give her a big shout-out with the little Michelet voice. <laughs> I want to give my girls Cheryl Mayfield, Asia Bleaton, Corinne Rosario, Doreen, Marcel, Ice Baby down in Columbus, Georgia. Give him a big shout out. Miss Beverly Hunt down in D.C., Deanna Brown, E. Diamond Material. Give a big shout out to her. Miss Deidre Williams down in D.C., Elizabeth Hines, Mary Van Zant, one of my high school friends from way back. Was at the uh, 30 year, year reunion. I want to give her a special shout out. Aaliyah Smiles from the ATL. I want to give you a big shout out. Tasha Green, Tia Hemingway, Miss Odetta Cameron. She's from the UK. She checks in from now every now and then, checks out our show. So uh, I want to give her a big shout out. Last but not least, Miss Hannah Vincent. I want to give all my Facebook friends, all my family friends, a uh, big shout-out, my cousin Chris over there in Hawaii. Big shout-out to him and you, LC, for doing another great show. And you too, yeah, Brad. 
All right. We do, we do it together, and we thank you, our listeners, for uh, joining us each and every week. And like we said before, we have all our shows. You can check them out. If you can't catch us live, it's okay. Our podcasts are up 24-7 every week. You can check out a new show. And God willing, we're going to be rocking this for as long as we can just to bring great radio to you, our listener. And uh, definitely drop us a line. You can hit us up again on Facebook, Twitter. We're out there. We don't really do a lot of Twittering, but uh, we're heavily on Facebook, Twitter. And, um, you know, let us know. Drop us an email. That works as well at lcandjack at gmail.com. Let us know what you, you know, what you, what you want to hear and uh, your thoughts on the show. We always, uh, you know, appreciate the feedback. And, Brett, uh and myself would like to uh, wish everyone that's listening to the show a uh, happy new year. Happy new year. Yep, happy new year. May it be blessed. And uh, we're going to bring it to you even better in 2012. So until uh, new year, I'll, you know, next year, I should say, Brett. That's it. Next year, 2012. That's it, baby. Until countdown. next year. Countdown. That's it. <laughs> That's it. The countdown. That's it. The countdown is on. So, uh, again, big up to all of you, our listeners, Tanisha, Danielle, to uh, Mike Bivens, and to all our previous guests. I mean, there's so many to mention out there. We have so many of them out there. But anyway, uh, big up to you and your families, and much, you know, success in 2012. Until next year, you know, next Tuesday, actually. (laughs) Uh, at 7.30, if you're a new listener, we're on live every uh, Tuesday night at 7.30 Eastern Time. You know, we want to uh, say good night. Peace. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs>